What's up, guys? It's Austin. It's the All or Nothing show. We're hitting it on a different day. Switching it up on you. With the guest. With the guest, yeah. Yes, Impromptu. <laughs> Got Miles Hicks. Miles Hicks fit? fit? fit yeah, yeah. Miles, some people call me Miles Chicks fit. I'm like, uh, yeah. no, not quite. <laughs> but thank you for coming on, dude. Um, so today we are doing a little different. It's not Monday, it's Tuesday. Hopefully, going to have one, maybe another episode. We should have a double. We're probably going to give you. Things got delayed. Podcast last week didn't go up. Going to give you a double feature yeah. this week. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy this. Doing it with the iPhone is, or not iPhone. Dude, uh, that hat's on its last, like. Is it? Yeah. It, well, it's like barely connected oh, by yeah, the it's two very holes. Loose. I don't like it tighter on my You must have a brain. huge ass head. Well, or that, that too. hat's <laughs> just loose. Well, big brain. I have a long like head. Like some of my friends joke and say I got a pinto bean. Like tall? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, like yeah. mine's I think like, I do look, too. Look, oh, yeah, it is snug on the back. Yeah. It almost tapers. <clears throat> yeah. That's kind of what it is, yeah. You got a thin head. Before I shaved it's my head, thin. I didn't know. But it's not I don't think it's overly no, tall. No, it's not too. No. I mean, you're it's like it's what do you, what do you call he it? Aesthetic look like to your body. Some hey Arnold character. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> the dude with the Stinky Peterson. Yeah, whatever. no, I know you're talking about black dude. Yeah. My friends will say you look like a thumb or call me a pinto bean. (laughs) (laughs) When I shaved my head, I was kind of like nervous with where hairline would be or like the shape of my head. But Maddie said like it turned out pretty round. Like it wasn't too oval. When I rub my head, I feel some spots that Uh feel a little indented. Yeah. Like I was dropping my head as a kid maybe or some shit or maybe beaten. Yeah, but we'll we'll find out soon. Like deflated. Yeah. Explained. We'll find out soon. (laughs) But uh, Miles, what's up? I want to definitely kick it off with you since, you know, you're the guest today. You are getting ready to compete here soon, right? Yep. Give us a little a little talk about what prep has been looking like, how long you've been prepping for, and, and all that And it's the jazz. summer shredding. Is it in yeah. Houston? So I'm doing oh, one in Charlotte. Oh, okay. I haven't really told many people, but yeah, so I'm doing one down. in Charlotte uh, the 23rd of October. Okay. Um, and then I'm doing – it's an NPC show, and then I'm doing the one in Houston, the summer shredding. Oh, okay, so this is like a pre- preparation, see what to dial in. Yeah, I just want to peak – I just want to, like – I, I want uh, my coach to, like, know what my peak is yeah, going to be like yeah. because the summer shredding is the one that I care about. Yeah. I don't really care about this NPC show. Um, but I just don't want to, like, not get – come in flat or whatever yeah. and then be like, oh, next time because, like, I'm – they're in next time for yeah. me for this one. Yeah. yeah. Good way to test things out. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I know we've talked a bunch since even, like, I don't know when the last time we sort of got together and talked about, like, your goals behind the Summer Shredding event. But I, I definitely agree with you. And even the talks that we had right before the mics were on, like, it being the one of your probably best opportunities to actually do something with compared to NPC shows that are just not dime a dozen, but, like, nobody pays attention to them. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I don't care. I mean, anyone I talk to, I word vomit. But it's like, it's my secret. <laughs> this show right here, honestly, like any influencer that is in the bodybuilding world, like, I, I don't know. We got, well, I got like five weeks for that. So maybe I shouldn't say it. I don't want for anyone to hop in last minute. But if you want to grow your social media, if you want to grow a personal brand, like to me, this, the, the Summer Shredding Show is like, I don't want to say it's common sense. It is though. It is, yeah. But it's it's like, dang, I, I don't I don't want. I'm saying it. I don't care. If I were a bodybuilder that even wanted to go pro, that wanted to go to Olympia, I would easily do this show, win overall. If I already thought I could go to Olympia, and then that's gonna it's it sets you up. Like I get a sponsorship, I get an athlete sponsorship. 
all the connections that you make from being with Alphalete and all those different things, it's like that sets you up because uh, nowadays, I hate to say it, but getting a pro car means so that's one th- one thing I wrote down in my notes. We've been talking about it recently, and something I've been internally thinking about because I've seen a lot of people locally and a little bit out of the area talk about either on their story that, you know, what do you think of, it goes bodybuilding, powerlifting, really anything. What do you think of, let's say, so-and-so calling themselves a bodybuilder, but they don't compete? And I think it kind of gets to a broader view of, a, how like we view, like you said, like pro bodybuilders or competing overall, and then how like people's egos are attached to these kinds of sports. Because I think there is something to like truly respect for those that compete, whether it's powerlifting, bodybuilding, whatever. But at the same time, I think there almost gets a lot of ego like, oh, that person calls himself a bodybuilder, but they're not as serious as me because they yeah. don't do these shows. Or, oh, they're just OCB. That's not as serious as me, NPC. And even though that might be true, it's almost like this ego competition. But to your point, I feel the same way to where I'd rather be super popular on Instagram, C-level bodybuilder, than be A-level IFBB pro, but I don't I don't make a living off bodybuilding. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, like, for one, every especially in bodybuilding, if you're working out at all, there's ego going to be there. Well, <laughs> like, for sure. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Well, it's just sure. fueling, even if, like, you're passive with it or not. It's a self, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, sport, yeah. at the same time, it's not even, like, necessarily me being, like, a C-level bodybuilder. It's just me, like, marketing myself. Like, yeah, you know I didn't what mean, mean you, for example, but, yeah. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like. I think like a lot of people, they see Chris Bumstead or they see, you know, Phil Heath or whatever. And they think like, oh, yeah, that's where I'm going to go. But I'm not saying that it's not possible. I don't want to be that pessimistic. But it's like the odds, like literally the odds of you getting there. I, I mean, to be real, like you have to be like you have to literally live like wake, sleep, whatever all those three yeah. words are, bodybuilding and not take a day off, be precise with everything and really just be the most genetic freak you ever. You probably have there. a better chance of being popular on Instagram or YouTube. I feel like people know the top five, maybe physique guys. They know yeah. the top five bodybuilders. But, you know, do you know who got 14th in men's open? Probably not, especially, and that's at men's, or that's at the Olympia rather than, you know, the Arnold or smaller NPC shows. And so your point, I if I'm going to compete, I either am going to be that like 1%, that top of the line, like then it's worth it. You're going to get a sponsored by, let's say, a brand that's going to pay you enough to actually be a professional, make a living doing it. Or I'm going to put myself in position to grow my brand and go from there as an influencer, which I think is a smart way in the approach that you're taking where you're like, hey, if I'm going to compete anyway, I'm going to get myself in this shape. I might as well compete at a show where there's going to be a lot of eyes on me. Yeah, well, I think here's the difference. I think not everyone thinks that way like you know like for sure yeah i mean i'm not saying i'm the biggest entrepreneur or nothing but like i have an entrepreneur mindset you know what i'm saying a lot of people are i feel like engulfed in the idea of an entrepreneur mindset or whatever and they don't really like their brain doesn't process like their brain doesn't process the way to open a gym at 20 20 years old or start a supplement company they mm-hmm. don't think that they think like oh i'm supposed to do this or these guys do this and like no, like, I'm thinking around, like, I'm not thinking, like... Outside the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, inside, yeah. And, and, like, people don't do think that because, like, <clears throat> I mean, if and if they don't think that way, some people just love bodybuilding. It's, it's very rare, but some people just love bodybuilding. Some people think that getting pro is the only way to go for training clients. But it's, like, 
if you have that mindset, that entrepreneur mindset, it's like, I'm not even, like, popular is cool and popular is, like, I guess the the avenue I'm going, but it's more so, like, connections. It's more so, like, marketing. It's more so that. It's not, like, uh, like being popular is going to help me, but I don't care about being popular, honestly. Like, my end goal is me actually stepping out of, like, the face of, like, influencers. But, yeah. like, right now, I feel like with what I want to do long term, I have to do this for what I want to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 100%. And I think, like, to your point, I think a lot of people do think, oh, I need to hit certain numbers or I need to be this well-known to to make business impacts or have these connections, blah, blah, blah. But it's really the connections oftentimes that come first. Like, just in a few instances or connections I've had with, oh, a brand sees, you know, 10,000 in my bio or they see so-and-so mm-hmm. follows me. And that leads to someone else following me or someone else emailing me or this opportunity. And it's like those little things that make like a big impact, you know, mm-hmm. or like we've talked about recently with like Nick Bear and, you know, he's had a big rise in the past year and a half and with his brand. But it's almost like you see the same four people go to his gym, also go to so-and-so's gym, also do a video with him. And so it's almost this whole like friend group thing that all get the rub off each other. And it's just making that first connection, that first friendship, being at the right spot yep, that yeah. kind of makes that circle and work. And at the end of the day, summer shredding, awareness, attention is tenfold NPC. This show right here, I'm, look, like I said, this is a secret cat out of the bag. The first year it happened, I did it, and it was big. It was huge. Like, I'm talking about non-exaggerating, probably – a line from the the fence over here to across the street, like right in the front to like, just get in for tickets. Like the second show I did, it was still kind of that it was a little bit less, but this show, it's a grand opening of alpha land. Land. It's at alpha land. All influencers that don't even are, aren't with alpha. are going to go because they're connected with Christian. Can we talk about how fucking crazy alpha land is? (laughs) I mean, it's going to be nuts, man. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be the biggest, like, this is what I said and I told and like, this is why I got so serious with yeah, everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Any show after this, unless he does something just as crazy, it's not going to compare. This is going to be, if if the guy who won the first year, who Ari is killing it. Um, who won the first year? Justin. He's I mean, he's got like three some 300-something K now. Like, you know, he, he capitalized on it for sure. Yeah. Dude, uh, Alex, he's got like 17 now. Um, you know, he's growing. Yeah. But, like, it will be literally nothing, like, compared to this show. Like, it will be nothing because the the thousand, let's say it was a thousand people. Grand Open's exciting. Yeah, people want to be there. It's crazy, especially Alpha Land. Yeah. And I'm just insane. thinking, like, post-event, how much they're going to use you on, so or use the winner on social media for advertisement of, you know, next year's or, you know, just announcing that, oh, this is the new Alpha Elite athlete. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think just overall like awareness that they're going to bring to the winners or even like the top three would trump the amount of presence that the NPC gives to their winners. They they announce it once, hey, dickhead won, and nobody remembers the name after that of yeah. an NPC show at least. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's literally. I mean, this could literally be life changing. But one thing that I've been thinking about so much lately is. It's kind of like what you said. It's not necessarily just winning the show and and getting that cosign. It's like, what do you do with that cosign? You know, what do you do with yeah. the the connections? Because those connections mean ten times as much as a cosign. There's people like that, like you know, could be famous, 
and you can be friends with them and they can repost you on their page all day. But if you don't have those connections, if you don't really have that like impact or value or you're putting it out there, it doesn't mean anything. And that's something you know that I mean? we talked about too, I feel like in the past to where it's, I don't know, I've tried to, I think, write a caption about this. It's hard to articulate it, but mm-hmm. I feel like you aren't important or special until you create an important or special value. Mm-hmm. So like what I'm doing, no one gives a fuck about, but I'm like, once I get to the point though, where I am running a hundred mile race or I'm doing this or doing that, then people give a shit. But like right now, like, you know, running, lifting, nothing's too impressive. Nothing's too cool, but it's like, you know, the end road. So it's like the train you're doing right now may not be there, but it's, it's like where you're going to be eventually. And you know that you're creating a persona value, a profile that when people do meet you in person, when they do come to your profile, they see like, oh shit, this is someone I want to follow. Yeah. You know, versus if you don't have that built up, you can get all the exposure you want. We've talked about it. you can have all the yeah. advertisement views you want, but if people get to Jim Flo's profile and it's a bunch of Android photos just associated your phone, <laughs> then people are like, you know, what is this? It's not as serious. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And two things I want to say. First of all, shout out to the Jim Flow podcast because I feel like every week I'm like, man, like I was literally thinking about that, this stuff or like, <laughs> yeah. man, I would yeah. love to talk about that. And literally the biggest thing that like I've been thinking about lately is like what you just said about like having that value, because like at the end of the day, it's like if all three of us sit here and we all just work out, right, we all just do 75 pound dumbbells for incline or whatever, like with my I, my whole thing, like, I love marketing, right? Like, I'm not the most outgoing, crazy, like, I'm not going to go up at random people. I'm like, what's up, man? But, like, I understand marketing, and it's a matter of how much marketing I want to do or feel comfortable doing. But the thing is, it's like, I was, um, and I'm going to make a caption about this, so y'all be in coming. <laughs> Let's go. I was okay. I was going to go to Charlotte, right? And I was um, applying for, I was going to apply for jobs. And all of them need this certification or this qualification, this degree. And I was like, man, like, I can't make more money. Like, what am I going to do? But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't do more than the next person, if you are just as average looking, as average outgoing, as average whatever the case may be, as the next person, you're going to literally, like, what makes you think for whatever reason you are going to excel any more better than the next person? Or even if you tie your value to a certification like most things are, but if you yourself, your mind, what you bring to the table is so irreplaceable, yep. then they can't just hire the next graduate, you know, get yep. out of, you know, wherever. You know, they need you because you make those sales, you bring in this attention. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Anyone can get a certification. It's like yeah. It doesn't matter, and that's the cosign. You know, people think that's the cosign. Oh, I got my certification. No, you gotta, you gotta sell yourself. Yeah. You know, and how are you gonna do that? That's gonna depend on how many more clients you get, how many, you know, like that's marketing one on one. And I'll know? say one of the hardest things that you know I think you touched on a little bit is like providing that value before you're getting the incentive for it. You know, so like, like you said, we can all kind of like lift or whatever, and that's something I realized with myself. I was like, I can post workouts, but. None of my PRs are super heavy and exciting. None of my, like, my physique isn't eye-catching, you know, whatever. So, Well, what you do have is consistency. Consistency. And, and then also, rare. everyone has their own personality. Some way better than others, but you can also change and show more and people find interest. So, like, you know, what I've been trying to do, especially recently with the running stuff, is just be more consistent with YouTube. Just keep posting, keep mm-hmm. posting, keep posting. And 
Although sometimes I look at it and I'm like, oh, 30 views or 80 views. And I'm like, you know, I'm not getting any money back from these videos. Like I'm spending time doing it. But it's over time, yeah. you'll get the return back later. And you just have to kind of keep at it and just have some faith that in the end, the subscriber count, you know, the sponsorship, the alpha land, you know, whatever you're doing will give you the incentive and will pay it forward once you get there. But you can't always be like, hey, pay me now, pay me now. It's like you got to put the work in even when there's no prize even there. For sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little pessimistic and I was just telling this, but like, I think sometimes it's like, yes, like paying it forward is very important and you have to, like you literally have to, but sometimes like, <clears throat> like you have to realize who you are as a, like who you are as a person and and what do you like really think at the end of the day, what you're going to bring to the table, you know, like you said, it, you can take all the steroids or whatever you want, but if you're not doing everything else, it's, it's not going to help you. And it's like, you can post all day, but you also have to like, you you have to bring something extra. Like it, it depends where you want to go with it, you know. Because there's someone like, for example, um, I was actually talking about this yesterday. Do y'all know the girl Bailey Stewart? Yeah. Like, she got co-signing, boom. Like she's what two forty two forty k, and like, she has a look. Like she is lucky to have a look to be able to do that. But there's someone else because she got co-signed from um, a one point one million uh, follower account, but. If you look at Alphalete, it has a 1.1, I think, million follower count. And people that are getting co-signed on there <clears throat> can literally stay under 10K. And it's, and it's like, you can put in that work, but, like, you have to bring something special to the table. It as has far to as be how you're gonna go. either entertainment, knowledge, you know, informational, you know, value, yeah. or, you know, just inspirational, I guess. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, booties. Booties yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's another route. Thing. Or bitty. I yeah. got one, but not many want to probably see it. Uh, but... You know, I, d I definitely think, you know, even I'm no influencer, but when I do post, you know, you are. the bike riding and shit like that, people do DM and like, damn, yeah. dude, keep people like it. authentic. Or, you know, yeah. They're, they're like, fuck, keep getting after it, blah, blah, blah. So like there is some inspirational thing through that and being consistent about posting, which yeah. I'm not very consistent with it. Brock's definitely to the T, you know, I can see how that compounds over time, you know? Yeah. I would say the consistency is like the biggest thing. <laughs> and then you can play, you can really play both, but Sometimes it's quality where you can stand out where, you know, like I'll put I'll spend the money and time with Griffin to get some eye catching photos because I can't take good photos of me running. It's just yeah. so hard to set up. Yeah. And then also people like authentic, you know, just showing up, you know, simple clips of me running or you on the bike or, you know, you dieting, showing what you're eating. It's like people can see like just real life what's going on. And, you know, like you said, with with Bailey. I have a close friend that has just under a hundred thousand on like YouTube and you know, whenever he collaborates with people or, you know, close friends or whatever want to be in his video and they're trying to start up their channel. It's like, you can be in his video and you'll get some views because of that. But at the same time, those people aren't going to subscribe to you or follow you yeah. on Instagram unless they actually find you interesting too. So like you can, you can try and ride on someone's coattail, exactly. you know, but, but <clears throat> it's still not going to do it. You know, you still have to have that value once they get there. yeah you gotta put in that consistency you gotta have that work and you gotta have that you gotta have some type of it shortcuts you gotta have that it factor like i and i and like i look at his keys like i always say there's keys like you know you have you have great like we were talking about budgeting you have very great like goal setting goal crushing things 
And I don't, and I think that slows me down. I don't think that it, it's going to take away long-term where I want to get. But if I – I truthfully believe this. If I thought that I had any type of your goal, like just naturally, like just wanting to like lock in, lock in, lock in, I, I think I'd be a lot further than where I'm at today. Honestly, I think I'd be ten times further, bigger, whatever. But I don't. And so I think, like I said, you have to have like some type of it factor to push you to the next level because yeah. like – I don't know, man. That's my thing. And either and either whatever that it factor is, it just it still has to be followed up with consistency. Exactly. Whether it's the look or the budgeting, the goal setting. Yeah, you know. and that's something. So you know, I do have day some strengths, but one thing I have fucked up on in the past that I'm trying to correct now and make that change is consistency. Because when I was like 11, 12, fifth grade, I had a YouTube channel. Who Only, the fuck's consistent when they're that young? Well, no, no, but let me let me carry it out. <laughs> It carries on later, though. Okay. So I had, like, 200 subs. I had been doing, like, five months. Shittiest, like, you know, I used a MacBook laptop, did, like, photo booth, and basically filmed the video from there, you know, so, like, laptop cam. And, you know, little, you know, videos here or there, reviewing iPhone cases, whatever, tech channel, you know, stuff like that. And at the time, like, for 200 subs at, at like, 2011, you know, this is, like, second generation how they, like... Uh, laid out the channel so it's way back so i like, guess kind of decent actually and so i would email sometimes these companies and i'd actually get some like free cases or this or that free products headphones and so i was getting into that but you know you get almost shy about this or you get lazy with it you know because of what people think mm-hmm. or you just get lazy like making the, the videos so i stopped that account had other accounts in like middle school um tried to be consistent with like lifting videos here it comes to more modern day Try to be consistent with like Instagram here or there or get, you know, more on YouTube. But it's like if you end up stopping after every couple months, you're like it's like that photo always reference, I'm sure you've seen it too, where the guy's mining and he quits you're right there. before the, the diamonds there. And I feel like what I've been telling Maddie and I think even you too, I'm like, if I can just stick posting, you know, one, if definitely not two videos a week for like two, three years, there's no way I don't have at least some kind of following, let alone if you know, I can have a video or two catch fire. It's just about the consistency. You just got to keep showing and up. And the thing that's like that, it sucks, but it's it's something to look forward to. Is once you get, let's say, to that ten thousand subscriber mark, the compound doubles, yeah. you know, Definitely. and then it triples once you get to thirty thousand. You know, because that thirty thousand every week it should compound even yeah. more. But it's like it's the, the hardest to get yeah. that motherfucker rolling. Get that snowball, mate. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that uh, applies to Instagram as well? You said what? Oh, applies to yeah, absolutely. Instagram's tricky fucking, though. You know I don't think it does, weird? man. You know why it's weird though? Mm. It's because YouTube, you can have a viral video because it's searchable, it'll catch fire. Instagram's so tricky because I think there's so much new stuff where Reels is new, and you know you can search hashtags and this and that. So like hashtags are helpful, but even when I was posting, I don't know if you were following me at this time. You probably were when I was at VCU. I started posting a little bit of like these mobility videos and they did super well. Got like, you know, 80 saves here, you know, 100 saves there. I had my biggest video. They got shown to me. That's how I yeah, found you. That, yeah, exactly. My biggest video had 1,000 saves. It had like 2,000 likes, um, yeah, hundreds of shares. And even that video only got me, which I'd t- take any day now, 100 followers. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my absolute best post. Even if I had like, five of those a month you know it's only 500 followers it'd still take me forever to catch some of these other people and to where instagram it's like i don't i don't know what the fuck to do but i do know that not posting doesn't work <laughs> so know, that's man. what i'll say i disagree yeah i, I, I disagree i'll listen to you because i'm clearly not an expert with instagram so. so 
All right, you're thinking about music, right? 2021 music coming out left and right, right? Yeah. Especially rap. Like, I'm a big rap listener. Do you think people come and go a lot easier, though, with rap and music? Like- people come and go, but that's the thing. It's like, if if this rapper's dropping this week, this rapper's dropping this week, three rappers dropping this week, three rappers dropping this week, you listen to an album for, like, a week. Like, Drake, my, he, he's, I think he's a goat, you know, whatever, but... <laughs> Why do you look at him? I, and like, I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened to a Drake song since like 2006. I feel like Drake oh, wasn't good anymore after 2012 or 13. Let, let me rephrase. I don't think he's the best rapper. I think he is literally a marketing okay, business okay, genius I can, I can that, that. Yeah, is untouchable. Yeah, he crushed it. But he's the type that gets some hype. Like, let's say, for example, I can he's see a we're going to hype into it, is some of these rappers aren't aren't taking that little week of fire yeah. and taking opportunities to grow up, like yeah. branch off into some other like business and they just fall off and go broke again or get back into drugs or whatever the fuck. But see, this is my thing, right? Like I love Drake. I like this album, whatever. Um, I listen to it every once in a while. Like new album came out, a different rapper that I like. Um, I listen to him, you know, it's not, I don't go back and listen to it, but yeah, it, like once a, like a point where things become oversaturated, it's like, if you post every day, have you noticed your likes go down? Because like you're, it's it's oversaturation. It's like, oh, this is just another picture. This is just another video. This is just another that. I see this. I see this. But if you're like, not pring every single time you post, but it's like, okay, the lighting's fire. Okay, yeah, I look very impressive. Okay, I look this or whatever. And it and as long as it's a part of a journey, I can say it's disregarded. But like, if you're posting the same thing and it's pretty average on the point, it's kind of just I like. Agree. What is this? I've seen this. I followed this guy for years. I've seen this. Like, this is just whatever. I'll say if it's the same content for the most part, yes, it's true. But in my experience, like, I think there's some people on Instagram, and same goes for YouTube, actually, that might only post, like, once a month. And when they post, you're like, oh, girls. shit. It's fucking fire. Oh, shit. Them what did girls, they do? Man, they do that, and they'll yeah. get, like, 800 likes. Yeah. And they got 1,000 followers. But I think... You know, the other person that posts every... I think it's different for everyone. I think there's no hard, fast rule, because what I'll say is, like, sometimes I'll post what I think, you know, and, and what, you know, generally looks like it's set up to be a fire photo, get two, 300 likes, do well, I'll use the same kind of hashtags for the most part, and then it's, like, dry. You know, like, like yeah. recently, like Sunday, I posted one, and for, I usually get, like, a boost of an extra 100, 150, like, views on my stories on Sundays for some reason, extra likes... My shit just pops up on people's feeds. But this Sunday, it did dick. You know, it was mm-hmm. bad quality. I got a few, like, overnight that kind of picked it up later, but it was just bad. My views were kind of low, and it's just fucking weird. But then I posted the reel yesterday, and recently reels have been kind of, like, meh or shitty for me. That one fucking crushed. Like, within, like, an hour it had, for me, it was decent. It was, like, 2,000, 3,000 views. And then after that, it was, like, no more views. Just, like, <laughs> night so, and one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. And so it's so weird. So it's, like, I don't – I'm not saying, like, what you're suggesting is wrong because I think, you know, some people have success <laughs> doing that. But I think, obviously – I mean, this is, like, a no- nonsense comment. Obviously, not posting doesn't work, right? I think so journey works, I though. Can, huh? I think journey works, though. And you're, you're, you're talking about telling a story. Oh, like, telling a journey. Like yeah, yeah. showing a story or a process. Yeah, like, for example, yeah. me prep right now, like, I mean, I'm not saying I do well, crazy, I think that but, would like, be yeah. – like, that's why I'm telling you lately to start filming, yeah. like especially your last month, because yeah. a lot of a lot of shit changes. And yeah, like, people like following the story. Yeah, they, story. they like to see like, oh shit, I want to see how he does. Yeah. Oh, as shit, he's going through like the tough shit right now. Yeah. Like, people feel it. 
you know, if, if it's just the same old flex. It's the same well, page, it's like, yeah. I even told you when and I post, like, oh, like fuck, let's say I post times. a regular running photo, gets, let's say, 200 likes. If I post a photo, this like same type of photo, but I talk about, you know, oh, I just finished a marathon or whatever, it'll have like 400 likes. Yep. People are like more inclined to actually give a fuck or to read the caption or to give me props. Yep. If I actually completed something, whether it's a 5K, exactly. a marathon, whatever, whether it's a bodybuilding show. But if I just pose myself like, hey, I got shredded for summer. I just wanted to look good at the pool. People don't care. You could have the same physique, actually get on stage, and people will be like, wow, like, great job. It's know. also doing things that other people don't want to do. For you sure. I mean? It goes back for to sure. that value point, you know? Because it's different, yeah. right? Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. So. Shit. Life, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right, though. Like, I'm thinking about the last time I got, like, the most DMs and, like, the most, like, engagement, quote, unquote, was probably when I finished that last 30-mile ride after I posted that I did it in my stories. And it was just a story post. Yeah, when like, people a post give post. a fuck. A lot of people fucking responded back. I was like, oh, that's fucking sick, blah, yep. blah, blah. Or just, you know, at least gave me emojis or whatever the fuck. Yep. I was like, well, damn. Yeah. Like, looking back on that. It's actually when Pe- you're like people when you're are pushing me to run myself to death. To yeah, get some well, I'm trying to. I'm like, kill this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, please. fuck, I got to run 20 miles now. I'm Something not getting kill any this rub. guy. I'm tired of seeing this shit. <laughs> so uh, it's like journey or story. Like you gotta yeah, have, yeah. you have to have either. If it's just or like ass, ass or booty. I mean, that shit always works. I mean, it's like proof in the pudding. Like I think it gets all of us. So I can't uh, <laughs> it's whether you admit it or not, like it gets views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sex sells, man. I wish I was a girl with a That's fat butt. That's what I'm saying. Butt. I would be, I'd be the most hated because I'd be using my body, using that shit. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I would, I would, I would do some <laughs> bad stuff. <laughs> Y'all talk bad about OnlyFans one podcast. And oh, I'll, yeah. Well, look, you can, you, I'm with OnlyFans, you, man. You can go out with her and not take her back to mama, you know? Yeah, you know yeah I mean, saying? you don't have to keep her. But yeah. I think people are falling in love with some of these chicks. Yeah, like, look. Wait, on OnlyFans? Yeah. Look, like, look, if she's... Like, if like she's, praising them as, mm-hmm. like, fucking, whole, like, holy like, shit. Like, that ain't entrepreneurship. I mean, Bro, hey, it, you're making some it money. It is, though. No. It's marketing. Yo, you can't sit there. It is. I'm but, not, not going to disagree. I think it is. But what's the long term, though? The long term? Uh, the the, once, the no, millions no. of dollars they make? Yeah. <laughs> no, but wait, but wait. Once you get bored, they're like, hey, I'm tired of seeing this lingerie. Let's go full nude. Oh, I'm tired of seeing full nude. I want to see you start fingering yourself or whatever. And then it just gets more extreme, more extreme until next thing you know, you're doing like three ways in the back of an alley, you know, for OnlyFans. Nah, you know? but that's your, but that's where you got to hold your values. Like, like, Yeah, but who said they have value in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, but this thing is like, all right, for example, this is – but when I go out, like, for example, a couple weekends ago, I went with my uh, friend to Virginia Beach and we got on the boat. Bro, I was wearing a hoodie. I don't like – being the douchebag with my shirt off like i know i have a good physique i don't i don't like that i literally was sweating bullets in a hoodie like right, i'm hot right now but i'm not i just feel weirdly like i'm just weird like that but i know that in the gym i gotta take those shirtless selfies i gotta i gotta pose i gotta do those things i don't want to do it i feel like the biggest douchebag ever like who cares about me but you know what like at the end of the day i know that it sells like you know what i'm saying like and i think there to an extent like uh girls with only fans if they're already like i mean if they're okay with doing it it's just as much as someone being okay with in a so way, i'll ask you the question because ryan coles had a disappointing response when we asked him what how would you feel if it was sam or if it was like your daughter or your sister she had only fans yeah if sam had only fans before i met her and she was doing her thing on only fans i would be okay with it what if she started one now no <laughs> Heck no. I break up with her. 
<laughs> I, that's what I tell. That's what I tell Maddie. And I know Maddie's joking with me when she says it because she knows I wouldn't be down for it. But I'm like, you better stop joking. I mean, that's <laughs> like making a new, that's that's like making a new guy friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. if you it's got like, a guy you, friend, it's like, like, am I not giving you enough attention and love? Like, nah, man. But oh, it, yeah. but but the thing is, is like I started this fitness because there people were like, oh, you got great. You should you should train. You should do this. And I was like, oh well, I I should sell myself. You know, mm-hmm. so like I'm selling myself. Maybe it's a little bit more moralistic, but like here comes the vanity. Here comes all these different things, you know, but like if a girl is already like getting catcalled, there's some girls that literally just post bathing suit pictures like. Well, here's my thing is I feel like from a broad standpoint, you look at it from a wide, a wide camera view and you're like, OK, this is women and they're free choice and they're making a living, you know, in the way they want to. That seems like a good thing. But then you look at it a closer thing. It's like we're incentivizing bad behavior from men to pay them as objects pay and, sexu- and, and sexualize them and to where it just eggs on that behavior. So we have, you know, one side of society that's saying, hey, we need to fix men catcalling, which I can agree with. We need to fix this and, and clean up that portion of, of society, right, and that mindset. But then at the same time, we're incentivizing it. Yeah. So it can't be both. Well, see, the thing is, is I think OnlyFans is that i mean i think overall like any of that kind of stuff is ryan bad. coles just closed the podcast <laughs> He's but like, no. in all reality man the thing is is like us as men and women as women it's forever no matter what this is just an evolved of it yeah. you know this is just evolved there's nothing in 20 years from now it's going to be something different it's going to be the same I mean, thing there's always I mean, there's, been prostitution there was brothels there's yeah there's always been, been they're something. just making yeah. millions of dollars some girls literally like this girl made two uh two million have you paid for one no i okay. never will see i, that's how I haven't it. either and at least clarifying my view on it i don't care what anybody does really to make money as long as it ain't hurting nobody this yeah. is just me laying it out there and you know y'all can chat but i don't care what you do with your body what you want to date what you want to sleep with what you consider yourself as long as it ain't hurting nobody and if you're happy doing it whatever as long as it's not infringing on me yeah no i'm I'm the the same same way way. i mean you know it's it's your choice to do that and if you don't get liked after it that's a decision that you took for sure uh, to get that way but you know fuck it man i don't know i no, for sure. It's a weird. It's not good overall, just like Cardi B and Meg the Style. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, like I said, this is the life we live. Us women live to please men. At the end of the day, they they don't get the lip filler. And I shoot, they might hate me for saying this. They don't get the lip filler or try to get their butts bigger or bigger boobs or smaller right. waist for themselves. Like, yeah, just like we don't get bigger and do all these things. for We do it for women. It's just this is life. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, it's like sex will forever sell in whatever form it's sold. But the but the thing with OnlyFans is, is girls that are already going to do that would already do it in a different way who would just be a hoe, just to be a hoe, yeah. are making, if they do it right, are making millions of dollars and going into business ventures. What and I'll creating. say is, like you said, I think, you know, if you want to do it, more power to you. It's your thing. I'm not going to, like, shame anybody. But what I will say is if I look at it, I think... I'm more disappointed in the men paying for it than I am the women. Bro, what? That's you know what who I mean? we are as men, though. Like. But but I'm just disappointed in I. You know what? Not even not even that much. The dudes that aren't in a relationship. I think it's still sad when there's so much like free you know shit out there that you could look at that you're like oh, I want to look at this specific girl's like photos. It's more sad the the husbands 
the fathers that are you know paying to look at these photos it's like come on man i mean if they're paying online like Pornhub and stuff you gotta think about anything i do like if i find out someone's paying for i know people do if i find out someone's paying for porn we gotta have a talk. It is twenty twenty one. There's so a much lot of free. There's not even a lot. There's unlimited. You couldn't watch. And like, maybe we it. just have a different mindset. I would you, rather want a, a real. I'd rather want real shit. Yeah. Or like yeah. sure to go out and get hooked up with somebody before I'd pay for anything. But this is the thing though, and y'all said this on the podcast, and it's not it's not good for business. But you wouldn't pay for a coach either. You wouldn't pay for these things because you can do it yourself. Same thing. It's like, it's like there's people out there that want to pay for like. For Brock, for Austin, the anyone you train, they can go and I didn't. Did you go get a trainer? To so work that's out? a little bit different because that's like you're paying someone to basically help do the work or speed up a process for you. This is more like you're paying for a fast reaction or experience. But clients that stay with you, they don't need you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's not In a good way, sell, yeah. but they don't need you. They, they're. It's a personal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they do develop that personal. It, it's, it gets yeah. personal, and, and the thing with these OnlyFans girls, it's very personal, and people are weird like that. But that's yeah. what it is. It's like people, but there's millions of weirdos. It's a good way know? to sign it up. There's millions of weirdos out there. That hey, is man. true. Man. I mean, people like like yeah. you said, people don't people don't need to follow me to figure out how to eat protein. Hey, people don't girls don't get paid to show photos of their feet for no reason. That's there's what I'm saying. Some it's weird like, dudes out there. Why would people care about followers anyways? It's personal. Yeah, and if it's you know, if, I, and the, I like I'm, to I'm, follow people because I like seeing what the hell like like cool shit people are doing. Yeah, they want to see I'm, what their butt looks like. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my man. And at the end of the day, the way I like I'm thinking about it, if I was a chick, I'm like, well, I could either post my shit for free or I could monetize it. I'm gonna monetize it if I'm gonna post it at all. I was but, gonna say if you're gonna post it at all, yeah. But like but, you know, that's what I'm saying. And like, but the, but then it gets in a rabbit hole, just like bodybuilding. Yeah. Like first you're natural and, and it's natural, like, oh fuck, I want to take it to another level. And then you start taking steroids. I wanna... Next thing you know, you got you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. oh, man. I don't even know how we got onto that. I, I think I either. called y'all out. I think yeah, you, you did. did. Yeah. Sorry. Yo, fuck Miles. There's a lot of stuff I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could say something. Yeah, he, he's like yelling at the radio yeah. when he's listening to yeah. us. Yeah. No. <laughs> you, you just wait till I get back on that. <laughs> yeah, notebook every time I, yeah. every time oh, I listen yeah, to I'll write podcast, that one down. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait to Brock said this. <laughs> Let me see if I had a topic from that yeah, I was going to um, bring up. Unless y'all have something you got to talk about. No, not really. Um, I mean, just the fact that. I don't know. I wanted to definitely hit on, you know, you getting getting ready for summer shredding, the prep for that. Uh, and then also, I think something that's cool, it's definitely switching gears, but I wanted to make a mention of it, is the fact that, you know, not that this is a huge milestone, but it's something I've thought about over the past, like, week, especially after we talked about it, is the fact that, like, you know, I'm always very hard on myself when it comes to gym flow or, like, I'm always like, oh, it's not as good as it should be, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I, I try and do take some perspective looking back on, like, how far we've come, some of the shit that we've overcome, you know, that definitely for – I feel like most people, I'm just a – I've become calloused over time that, like, losing $1,000 or losing $2,000 worth of shit doesn't really phase me as much as it used to, Uh you know, for some people, that would wipe them out. They'd be like, "Fuck this, I'm out. It's way too much you know, stress, or try and make that make that money back, recomp it, whatever." But you know, recently, uh, you know, you've obviously been a part of Gym Flow for some time, helping me out on the back end, and other people have too. But you know, there's people in 
in life, and I heard it all, I forgot maybe it was Andy Andy's uh, podcast or whatnot. But there's there's propellers and there's anchors. You know, there's people that are going to be anchors that are going to hold you back or not really give much. Not that every like we've talked before, not every relationship has to give and take or whatever. But there's people that aren't going to just you know that don't really have much to offer and you know propelling you forward. And there's propellers that are people like you that you know I've gotten. You know, we've both fed off of each other. We've been able to, you know, help each other with the gym, building this out, you know, creating our own space pretty much, you know, having, we don't work for anybody. We do our own shit. And uh, the fact that now that we've I've gotten to an opportunity to, to be able to, you know, bring you on, even though it's not much, you know, paying you to help build gym flow that much more, take it to another level and create opportunities for growth. You know, uh, just bring more structure, I think, overall. For sure. I'm looking back at it as just like, well, I should have did it a long time ago. But, you know, I think this is what the bigger picture is all about is creating, being able to create opportunity to hopefully, you know, be able to grow the aspect of Gemflow that you're going to try and grow and help me build, grow it to even more to where you can get paid even more and focus more on it full time. And it all compounds creating more opportunities and bringing people on that are either like, you know, that are propellers, you know, that are able to do shit that I'm not able to do or be able to help out in areas that I'm not able to. Um, which I I just wanted to mention that, like, it's cool to look back on that and now having you become part of it more um, is something exciting and something, like, that gives me an extra boost to be like, damn, we're we're actually moving it forward, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm always like, man, are, are, we, are we stagnant? Like, are we, you know, are we making growth? But... You know, it's it's hard to see that when growth or new products take three months. Yeah, to I was come gonna say it's or, hard to see. Yeah, when products take a while, or even with the gem, you know, I feel like when we first open every month, it was something new. Yeah, and then we have you know machines from Arsenal coming like next week, or if we're lucky, like the end of this week. Yeah. That you know, it's been months since we've really gotten some new stuff that's been eye catching versus you know some new plates, mm-hmm. and it kind of feels like you know, man, things have been you know monotonous and simple. Or like with Jim for like, okay, it was awesome. Eliminate was restocked, and then Orange Sherbert soon thereafter. Yeah. But then you know there's a gap until future you know products or reformulations, and to where it feels kind of stagnant. But um, yeah, I'm excited with the whole athlete program. Is generally what kind of you're touching on. Yeah. Um, and just you know we got like a small knit crew and something that and Miles being a part of that and Miles being a part of that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But you know, and something that it goes back to like what we're talking about with the value. It's like. Nobody that we have, and none of us individually, have the craziest following, the best engagement. But it's more about genuine, authentic people that truly love the products Mm -hmm. and use them. And that just make authentic content and are are original people. Like, no one else is Miles. No one else has that personality, has, you know, it's, it's more than just a look or if you win your show or not. Yeah. It's more about just, you know, your personality, how you engage with people. People remember their experiences with you. Your content stands out when I'm going on a feed. You know, same even goes for, like, we talk about, like, Peyton. That's why we brought him on. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw his, like, little TikTok about the anabolic slushy. He makes this. He just got a mind that is excited about supplements. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have a big following, but who gives a shit? He's into it. He's exciting. He truly and loves he the product. The brand. And he supports the brand. And that's what... I'll have all day, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I explained it to him, you know, with how I want 
you know, if you make a post about gym flow, that's cool, but I don't want it to be sell, sell, sell. It's not what this program is about. It's not what being in a, you know, involved with gym flow is about. And it's kind of like I explained to him, like what, how I am with 10,000 is I don't ever make a post and I'm like, buy these shorts. These are my favorite shorts. And here's why it's like, I just wear them in every video because I truly like the product. Right. I, that's all I own. That's what I wear. And so it makes it easy when you truly like the product and when the brand isn't pressuring you to sell, sell, sell. Yeah. And so I am excited to see kind of how things can grow, how we can help the athletes benefit and how they can help give us more insight, and more eyes. I mean, even yep. last week we were looking over a label and figuring out, you know, what do you think of when you first see this and getting some feedback just from two people changed a lot, you yeah. know, with how, how things are going to move forward. So um, I think with sampling products and, and everything moving forward, getting athlete insight will be, you know, super yeah. helpful. And hopefully, you know, obviously this it's still in its like infancy stage because we really haven't kicked it off yet. This would be the first month coming up of us like really putting some structure to it. And obviously we'll talk more about it, you know, after this and over the next weekend, but, you know, creating more of like a tight knit culture of like how we can continue to help each other. Almost like me and Brock have done with the gym and gym flow is just how we can all work together to create more content, get more awareness and share the experience of gym flow in general, you know, like the experience of the products, the brand, the the family that hopefully we can create out, out of this, you know, the, the team culture. So, and like I said, this, no, nobody that we've like brought on hasn't already fucked with the brand of the products in general. This isn't just like, oh, we're just picking people because they have a following yeah. or they post. Obviously you have to be alive on social media. We don't want just, you know, dead faces, but you know, they genuinely like us. They like the brand, and we like them. Because you know? one thing that, like, I mean, Jimbo isn't big enough to really like do things like this, but I'm sure you follow some like pro bodybuilders, right? Even like we mentioned, like Chris Bumstead, for example. Mm -hmm. He, you know, was with Jack Factory for like two years. Swears by the products, has his own line with them, and then like a month later, now he's with Raw, a part owner. More power to him. Make yeah. your business decisions. But now you're like, these are the best products. You know, and it's like there's so many bodybuilders that are like, hey, this is what I take. This is what I love. And then the next week they're with a new brand. They're like, this is actually like the best pre-workout ever. And the same goes for closing brands. And it's it's just it's not that you can't like both things or that you can't change your mind. But I just feel like it's almost like what have you done for me lately? Who's paying me right now? Almost, you know. Well, I think I think in that specific situation, it's kind of hard. I think like his wording especially at that level is like what's important because at the end of the day it's like how many how many pre-workouts have you had that you actually liked you know what i mean For like sure. yeah. like i've had vc a's that i liked and whatever mm -hmm. but i really like this and i'm using this right now and and like i genuinely i wake up in the morning and i'm like yeah, i can't wait to i'm yeah. drinking this on my way to work yeah. you know um and i think like it's a matter of not saying like this is the best product you can ever get you know mm -hmm. because i had someone come up to me like hey you're with gym flow um like, you know, they're trying to get on and stuff like that. And they're like, how do you like them? And, like, I get offended. I'm like, bro, what do you mean? Like, I'm with them. I'm not going to just co-sign nothing yeah. for yeah. fun. You like, wouldn't just be doing it just for shits. And, yeah. and like, I've, I've, when I was with um, Phantom, it was the same thing. They were like, do you actually like their product? And I get, like, literally offended. Like, I'm almost like, yo, don't talk <laughs> yeah. to me. Who do you think I am? Like, yeah, you think I'm like, just pushing shit randomly? No, nah, I don't got to do that. And and who I am as a person, like who my page is, if you paid attention to me, if you support me anything, you know that whatever I'm pushing, I, I genuinely feel like I'm not going to ever repost something because just because I'm not going to mm -hmm. ever buy something just because I'm not I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah. I don't. That's not how and I am. And another thing, too, is it's like it's OK to 
mix and match brands. Oh, dude, yeah, right? I never get butt hurt like, when I yeah, see other people sure. buy other. You know, they, they sure. bought Gym yeah. Flow the past three months and they oh they post this new pre work. I'm not. I'm never like. It's like oh, when I got involved you. with this brand and where I came up to you and I was like, hey, this brand X works like wants to work with me. Is that cool? Like, I'm still gonna take and promote your yeah. pre workout because theirs just isn't. It's not formulated as well, you know, whatever the case may be. There's no really no overlap in products, and yeah, that's fine. Or even yeah. if you know you found another EAA, you like mixing in, that's fine. But like you said, you you do truly like and stand behind the products. So you yeah. know, if Miles posts this, he really does yeah. like it, and I think that's important because, like we talked about with building value, when people do come to your profile, they know they're not just getting sold trust. on bullshit. There's yeah. trust built. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing, man. Like I said, in the day, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of other. EAAs or, or pre-workouts. Oh, yeah. We're not that, the only brand out that, there. That are, you know what I'm saying? There's only but so many formulas you can really do. Yeah, it's just sure. a matter yeah. of how you feel about it. Do you support it? And why do you want to support it? Because... And it's it, it's a super... I, I'm going to put it out there. You know, supplements is saturated. We, we say, how do these thousands and thousands of brands sell all these products when there's, you know, only X amount of people that probably take Co-sign. supplements? But, but, you know, they, they are... They're, that many people taking shit, there's that many brands, it's hard to differentiate yourself. And it's hopefully what we stand for as a brand, our values and what we're about, you know, uh, as far as like experience, customer service, making sure that we are creating products that are efficaciously dosed with the amount of dosing that you need to actually get a result. You well, know, knowing that, that like, that's why you choose to roll with Gym Flow. Yeah, and I think that's so important of why like the athlete, the athletes, God <laughs> The athletes come so like important because at the end of the day, like we were speaking of cosine, but there is does have to have some degree of cosine as what commercials are. It's like what marketing is. It's because people, if they believe or support you, they want to do it. Or if they see you, like you say, you're not an influencer, but you, I'm sure, influence someone to hop on the bike. Like for sure, you know, influencers. Some people, as for their ego, hop on that word. But if I've influenced someone to do anything from my page, I'm an influencer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. At the end of the day, if I'm influencing someone to try this supplement, yeah. I mean that's how that you know that's how it works. And I think, um, like I said, it's important. I think it's important. I think that at the end of the day, I like I like especially yo that orange sherbet. Thank so you, man. Sherbet's stupid good. Yeah, man. That joint is so fire. Like it's it, kind of crazy. Like I I've had some other like creamy flavors before, but never a, an amino acid well, product. We really like, that. like the victory from Yeah, Lab. that's exactly what I Mainly the first generation, but both you know, both are pretty good. And that's an energy drink. Yeah. But I I've sent this product out to a few other like bigger names within the industry that have tried thousands of products and they have like raved how this create how you we've been able to get this actually fire yeah. like, well, like I remember so smooth when i was like i was like you know we were talking about what should we do for like the second flavor and i was like i feel like a you know orange dream sickle that kind of flavor like wouldn't get boring because that was the biggest thing with this product is that i don't want an eaa that has an aftertaste that yeah. just you know you get sick of it halfway drinking it you mm-hmm. get tired like a grape a fruit punch a blue raspberry yeah. you know they're overdone and so I was like, a lemonade, like, people won't get tired. It can be refreshing, unless you hate lemonade. Yeah. But, you know, few people do. And the sherbet is the same deal. And then when we were sampling it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it mixes well. You don't taste graininess. There's no aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is, and I hope, you know, the athletes feel this way too, is you feel supremely confident that I'm like, hey, here's a sample. Try this. Because you know they're going to love it. Yeah. Like, I sent, you know, that... uh friend of mine 10,000 athlete yeah. like anthony i was like hey yeah he messaged you mind, me 
I know. I was like, hey, you mind, uh, you know, if I send you this tub, I, I really think you'll like it. He's like, yeah, sure. Send it to him. Yeah, so many messages. Send your messages even later. Yep. Like, I love it. Just because there's that much confidence. Like, exactly. you're going to fucking love yeah, this shit. When I do demos yeah. and stuff, when I give people either the live sample or whatever, I know they're going to either smile immediately after they taste it or they're yeah. going to be like, yo, where can I buy a tub? And that's so important. Like, I've, I've gone through that with muscle mileage. I think last time I was going through uh, whatever, and I, I continue to learn because I'm more of the – I'm not structured. I'm just going to shoot. I'm just going to yeah. shoot, shoot, and I'm going to mess up, and I'm going to fail, and then I'm just, I don't know. I'll and keep going. it's better going. than the person that doesn't shoot. But, yeah. but the thing is, what I learned with, like, the clothing that I've been doing recently, and that's why I haven't done anything, is that, like, even though it can sell, and it did sell, and I actually did okay, like, I, like, I think I have, like, three shirts left, literally, out of, like, out of all my launches I've done. But the thing is, it's like, and I'm being very transparent, they're a Gildan t-shirt. Like, it's a Gildan t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, brands, I don't know if y'all know Anaka. Yeah. Yeah, that brand, Gildan t-shirts. I love that brand. It's cool. I just bought a shirt for $40. Mm -hmm. I like that brand. Um, but, like, it's, it, it, for me, it was hard for me to sit there and, like, buy this shirt. You know, like, even though, like, it, it was really just, like, how can I sell someone and really push this Gildan t-shirt the message is hopefully and the like the the message or story about the brand is hopefully what you're selling not most so much the t-shirt i always feel like and i've said this i think like for that t-shirt to fight for tomorrow that's a message that you're selling yeah not, yeah, not a t-shirt yeah exactly yeah and i feel like i've said this in private like different people i said it to you i think even on like the podcast i feel like for apparel you either have to have the marketing and design behind it so either quest design yeah. and naka does cool things they market it well or, and it goes with marketing too, but, or you got to have some kind of cool function material fabric, like Alphalete tries to do different comfortable fabrics, how it fits, things like that. Like that's how like 10,000 tries to push their shit, right? So it's like you either got to have cool ass design or, you know, function or like, you know, look as far as design yeah. or like actual like design and element and material to really stand out or to yeah. be like super excited about it. Yeah. So I know how you feel about that. Yeah. And well, and, and like the point that I brought about it was like, when it's something like this where it's so good, you know it's like you put yeah. the work in, everything behind it is, is right. You know what I mean? Like like when I used to when I first dropped Muscle Miles, I had these black shirts mm -hmm. and they were fire, honestly. I like something happened, like long story short, but the shirts, oh, I knew like I got a couple I found. Yeah. I thought about putting them on the site for fifty dollars. Like that's how much I believe in that shirt. Oh, yeah. But like and it's easy for me to do that, but if if you have a product, whatever it's clothing or supplements, it's it's hard to sit there and really like you were basically saying it's like try this. Like I know you're gonna like mm -hmm. it because I believe in this product, and it's easier to sell doing it that way. And I remember, and it's listened to like people that I've listened to throughout the past, like Andy Frisella or something like that. Especially you know talking about products in general, selling something you know because you can try and be a bargain brand and try and beat the lowest price, but you'll never you'll never feel good about trying to push that product. You'll never, you'll never be 100% in because you try to do a discount or a bargain product. Mm -hmm. And if you went all in on your product, knowing that you like d went, you covered, uncovered every stone, you made sure it tasted great or fit great, whatever, whether it's shirt or supplement, product, yeah. you just went all in on it. Budget, not really a factor. And you char and you had to charge a premium price for it, but you could stand a hundred percent behind it, knowing that it was the fucking best thing you could ever make. Which I feel like, at least with our products, that's what we do. That's why, like, I think for most people, whatever product it may be, you just you gotta. Even though it's like tough to like bite that bullet and 
spend that extra mm-hmm. money on whatever to make sure it's like top fucking notch or at least the best of your ability. You can always get better over time, but for the best of your ability at the moment, I, I think it helps to be able to be like, all right, yeah, I can sell this shirt for 40 bucks or yeah. I can sell this supplement for when 50. I feel like you can tell the brands that just throw shit out there because you can tell they get lazy with designs or, you know, how many times have we tried like a certain, you know, flavor pre-workout or you know, product, and you're like, they approved this? Yeah. Like, this tastes like shit. Like, who yeah. who said this was good? You know, like, Bang comes out with flavors all the time. Like, someone approved this? You know? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think, like, at the end of the day, doing what you just said sells and gives that confidence, and confidence runs the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's kind of crazy thinking, like, I now thinking back, it's just, I guess, the – the standard or the integrity that I have for myself and the brand is I didn't even tell Brock this, but I reordered another sample of our next product, which is going to be a pump product. Uh, after the fact, after I'd already approved the first one, because I just started thinking about it a little bit more. I was like, man, it could be better. Yeah. The flavor. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I don't feel like I could stand behind it a hundred percent unless I did exactly. give it another shot to try and make it better, which, yeah. you know, and thinking back on that, that's just like, I think it's over time you build like a standard in your own yeah. head of like not accepting anything but your best. It's it's so because literally like uh, the yellow compression shirts, right? They weren't supposed to be compression shirts, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. And the crop tops. But dude, it, but, like it's you, it's like a learning thing, you know. Like you 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 pivoted. You had to do with what you yeah. had, you know. But what what I was gonna say is like <clears throat> the samples, you know. You don't. Oh man, another hundred and something dollars for a sample. I think these will be all right. And and that's what I did. And yeah. like you said, it's a learning experience. But those things right there, I, I couldn't sell them. Like, I mean, I, I put them on the site. And maybe I shouldn't. I thought about taking them all off. But, you know, that was like some G's that I didn't want yeah. to just. But, you know, it's like I couldn't sit there and be like, yo, you're going to like the jail shirt. Or you're going to like this. Like, I'm like, hey, uh, it's a little snug. Um, yeah. You know, I, I can't stand behind it. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, I think it comes back to the point of all of it is like, you coming out with these products and and having an athlete that stands behind it because it's really 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 like valuable it's really you like it you enjoy it and you have confidence selling it it makes everything roll much better and just hearing you say that you know you know you could do better and plan on doing better and that's why you haven't done any next moves now like could hope hopefully give a picture of what type of brand you're trying or yeah. would like to build, you know, something that actually you feel good about and that you could stand a hundred percent behind and, yeah. you know, just taking the time to learn more, I guess, you know, right. which, you know, it's a part of the process. It's, it's tough just jumping in. I mean, our first supplements were all hand fucking made and probably there's a balance. There's a balance of knowing when done is better than perfect. And when you should actually take the time to pursue perfection. Yeah, for like, sure. For content with Gym Flow, sometimes done is better. Like, 100%. just get the podcast up, just get the get the photo up, because that's not what we're really selling, mm-hmm. right? But when it comes down to yeah, the, the meat and potatoes, the shirts, the the supplements, whatever, that's when you take your time and nail it. Because like we, you know, like we're working with this label, mm-hmm. you know, how many revisions have we gone through just because you know about to print like a thousand of them, yeah. five hundred. You want to make sure it's right, you know. Yeah, and even little things like you know not realizing. And it's not even like our fault. I think it was just layering. But the sherbet's kind of hard to read on this label. Even that, like when it came, we were both like, ah, uh, damn fuck. it. Too late now, though. Yeah, but, you know, fortunately, everything else fucks on this label. And we know what to correct but moving now forward. Now you know what's correct moving forward. But 
Um, you know, it, like you guys said, it's just sampling on the nitty gritty stuff makes it so much easier later to sell it because you stand behind it. And now all you got to do is just show it to people, let them yeah. try it. And, and with sub, with any product, it doesn't have to, you know, product like especially with all of it being so saturated. It's like your first impression matters a lot in that in that field mm-hmm. because you know, oh, like I want to support local, but that one that I bought it was bad and mm-hmm. I didn't like it, and so. You know, you're, I'd rather go with um, Cellucor or whatever. Or yeah, like, yeah. And I've uh, had that happen in the past before, whether it's a product that was clumpy or whatever the case, you know, that where I feel like we have had that one sale and they've never come back, which, you know, sucks yeah. to bite down. But it's like, oh, well, they probably either got a bad experience or the product was fucked up or, or it's just not mm-hmm. not a fit for them. We're not a fit for yeah. everybody. So, and the same thing, like I said, with, with every product, really, like like clothing, you know, oh, like. Like, I've had in the past where it took too long to ship or, uh, you know, like, oh, this shirt, like the yellow ones, they fit really tight. I don't like that. Oh, I don't want to buy this. And, okay, am I going to mess around and drop this money on this local brand that's messing up or being careless? Or am I going to drop this money on Alphalete or yeah. Gymshark or Young LA? most likely going to get the package that you wanted. That's and exactly. So, it. so yeah. it's just, yeah, I think that's when it really matters. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, like I just hitting back when, you know, you being transparent, knowing that you realize that, hey, I'm always getting you're, you're always you're not complacent. You're always trying to get better. So people knowing that and you being transparent or expressing that at least to your, your customers, at least they know that like, oh, you know, Miles, he's getting it together. Like you, we know that the next one's going to be even better. You know, so you're going to own it. They, it's almost that story or process. You know what I'm saying? Even though for sure not every bad experience you can not flip it, but you can express it in a way that is heartfelt and be like, people fuck with that, man. I realize yeah. like he's going through the process. Yeah. I actually, when I did my last like, yeah. rebrand or whatever, I like kind of explained how, like what things went wrong, stuff like that. And I think literally I gained like on my, on that page, not a lot, but like yeah. 50 followers. No, that, I think I remember. That's what people it, like, it oh, matters though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, anything else good going on? You got any other plans? What do you got going on today? Um, you gonna train? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I got cardio. Oh, sure. uh, eat. That's about it, really. So, what uh, are you sitting at now, weight wise? <laughs> well, about actually, a buck eighty. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, that's when two nineteen. Nice. Yeah. Honestly, it's crazy because I started. I started at like two ten, ish. So you put on some meat. Yeah. Since August. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, nothing crazy. Like, well, like I uh, like I told you earlier, um, your past few posts, you've been fucking sharp, dude. Looking sharp. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I uh, I feel good. I feel uh, I feel confident. Like I've been, um, nah, it's a whole, it's a whole other spiel. But like, I've been just like manifesting it with like actions. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. a big saying the word manifesting, and like saying, oh, like I'm gonna win this. Like, like I'm thinking I'm gonna win this. And these are the things I have to do to I win. Think positive this. thoughts lead to positive actions, though. So it's all connected. As, yeah. long as, you, as long as you put both together. Exactly. I've uh like I've been kind of like a little more spiritual than I ever have, and like I literally like when I wake up in the morning, like I try not to touch my phone. I sit there and say like the goals that I want, short term and long term. I say what's most important to me multiple times, and then like I don't just say it and go on about my day. Like I sit there and say, okay what do I need to do in the gym today mm-hmm. to make sure that's going to happen? What do I need to do at home or wherever to make that happen? And like also picture myself doing it. It's kind of like weird, but 
I feel like the more I've done that, the more, um, especially even on prep, like, you know, like, oh, I can, I'm on level six. I usually do level six, but level seven, that's going to push me that much harder. And that's going to separate me from the people doing level five, you know? And like, just, just doing that and everything else has been going smooth. I mean, eating, (laughs) like I went to the fair Saturday. That was pretty rough. Like what fair? State fair. It's Does a, that happen? National, State fair already happened. Oh shit! When was that? I think past weekend. Or it probably it goes. Through, I no, know. I think it goes through the week. Yeah. But the big weekend usually people go is this past weekend. Yeah. I didn't even hear about it. Well, I went with my family <laughs> and uh, well, my dad and his girl and um, like obviously the food. You know, I haven't been, I've been eating fried so strict. Oreos. The fried Oreos, funnel cake, pizza, like turkey legs, all that stuff, and like it hurt. But like I'm like you know what like. It does not matter. My dad's like, Miles, you're getting weak. You're getting weak. I can tell. I'm like, you, you, I was like, you must not know your son. I'm like, uh, there's a negative 110% chance that I'm even going to try anything. And like I said, I've just been kind of like having that mindset mm-hmm. and just locking in, you know. That's like, one yeah. thing I said on my story a little bit ago that I feel like whenever I say shit on my story, I feel like such an imposter sometimes. But one thing I said was like, the more times you choose like the hard choice, the easier it gets to choose that. So like the more times you commit to like not cheating on your diet to getting the cardio done, the less times you wake up and you're like, mm, I don't feel like yeah. it. you kind of just do it. It yeah. just becomes instinct, you know. Yeah. I, I've I've fucked I've thought about a, like the imposter syndrome, and even people that like seem to be perfect or like hard ass tough as nails on social media, I'm sure that they have little slip ups, but it's like I don't know what. You know, like somebody like Goggins. I'm sure that motherfucker's hard. He probably doesn't have many holes in his fucking I don't, story. I don't know if he has a I don't think he does. Dude. But like, at the same time, don't don't get it twisted. That I feel like he probably has some demons he deals with that's like that he's fighting yeah. those decisions. And he's like, well, well, I think well, he's talked it. about it. He, I think uh, Joe always <laughs> mentions that like Goggins told him like, um, I still have those motherfucking days where I sit there and stare at my shoes for 12 minutes. Yeah. But then I go get that shit done, but, you know? <laughs> and it all, it's crazy. Like, I think... I think realizing it's hard for everyone. Yes. But the difference between, you know, those people that you're trying to aspire to, you know, uh, to be like is it's just simple, simple actions, simple decisions. You know, it's yes or no. I I mean, I think it's levels, honestly. It goes back to what I was saying about genetics and bodybuilding. I think, like, some people, like, you're better at structuring. Like, you just are. Like, me and Austin, I feel like me and him are similar. Yeah, I'm not not near that. Me neither. And I'm lazy. And, like, you know, like, some things, like, some people are just crazy. Some people literally just, the way their mind literally is just structured, they don't care about literally just doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. And it doesn't bother them. They don't have to make those decisions. And some people do. And some people do sometimes. And some people do all the time. Some people have greater willpower than consistency. And I think, like, everyone is different. And I think, like, people like that, I, I don't even know what you're talking about, but from how, what it sounds, yeah, he probably don't You ever heard up. of David Goggins? Nah. Oh, but he sounds... Oh, I'm going to look at oh, him We got this. something to show you. <laughs> but he's probably literally just in the head, like... <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah. that way. And yeah. he probably yeah. doesn't have... He'll be your up. idol. Some people are like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And some people's worst nightmare. <laughs> I've noticed, and I am not the fucking idol. I'm not the pinnacle. I'm not the, the poster child for it. But even people that are close to me have noticed, like, damn, you've been taking it pretty serious. Or like, oh, you've been leaner a lot lately than you have ever before. Or like, oh, you aren't going to eat this or drink that. Which obviously I went to a wedding this past weekend. I have little things where I let myself slide, but for the most part, you know, I think for the longest time I didn't have any like 
good willpower at all. I'd be like, oh, fucking pizza tonight? Fuck, yeah, I'll have pizza. Mm-hmm. But, or like, oh, I don't need to do, like, the, especially like being consistent with the bike or like training or whatever. I, I've noticed that, you know, these things, the willpower, the the will to say yes or no to something can be can be built. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It I, can be I built. Think, I think everyone, like you said, Miles, I think everyone has like, you know, like me making a decision to do, you know, t- to go run today or to do whatever. It might be easier for me than it was a few years ago or it might be easier for me than it is to Austin, to you, to whatever. But I think the, I guess the takeaway that can actually, the practical thing that you can grab from that is that it can be improved yeah, for no sure. matter where you start. Yeah. Uh, and and sorry, I'm like I said, I'm a little pessimistic. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah. um I think like when we were talking earlier, bodybuilding, like, yes, you can you can you can get a good physique, you can become healthy, you can do this, you can continue to improve. But if you take a um a newborn Chris Bumstead and a newborn Brock, he's gonna literally ten times you in in quarter of the him time. In high school? Yeah. And so, and so man. it's like at the end of the day, it's like I think the same thing with every, with literally everything else. It's like those guys are propelled that fast. And I looked him up. I do know that guy, um, David Goggins. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like those people are propelled because they have that edge. Like what I was saying earlier, key. They have that key that yeah. that gives them that ability to do so. Well, and, he's been through shit. I mean, he's been through SEAL camp three times. You yeah. know, and so like you go through enough shit, yeah. you build up those like scars and those attitudes. And that's what I'm saying. Like the more you go through. And put yourself through you know states of suffering, you know the more you almost harden up and can make those decisions a little easier. But what makes you do it too? That's the thing. And y'all talked about what makes it you on make podcast. the first decision, or yeah, like what makes you want to do it? You know what I mean? You like you gotta like ha- not you, just, you gotta be a little unhappy with yourself. You gotta I hate to say it this way, it was out of a movie. You gotta hate yourself enough to do something about it. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I think like you guys oh, and seriously, guys, we could probably do this podcast I'm sure. forever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like you know, I, I know you said something. A while ago about how you do it how you want to prove something yeah and and honestly and i'm making a judgment and so sorry i'm saying on the air no, you can't. from what i got from it is like you your high school or throughout yeah. upbringing did not go the way that you wanted it to and it bothered you to an extent to to put you that drive and same thing with me it's like my cleft has always made me not feel good enough my yeah. dad being like never telling me that like Good job. Like when I used to do good in basketball games or whatever, he would never say good job. He'd be like, Miles, you need to tighten up. You need to do this. And it gave me that drive. Like I've gone years. Yeah, I'm the same way. My parents, I feel like, have never given a fuck, you know, like open the gym. They, you know, cursed the fuck out of me when I said I wanted to drop out and then I build the gym. And now they claim like they're bragging to their friends or this or that. And I feel like they're never. You know, I I can do whatever. I can, do, you know, run the marathon. I can compete in bodybuilding. I can do whatever. They don't actually care about what I'm up to, what I'm doing. And, yeah, I feel like it's never almost good enough. So I feel like that leads my mind to, you know, whatever you want to call it. But exactly. it, leads, it leads me to a place to where even when I look at something I do, I'm like, not good enough. Next thing. And I yeah. think you can look at it as a negative. But I think as long as you take demons you have, negative yeah. experiences you have, and try and turn them into productive habits – that's the missing link where some people for sure turn to a downward spiral. Some people yeah, look like animals. Drugs, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing. And like, it's crazy because uh, you know, once I like came to a point, I went got over a bad heartbreak, blah blah blah, and I learned to like love myself. I started slacking off more. Like I was just like, oh, like I am good enough. Like I learned to love myself, and I was like, I am good <laughs> enough. I don't, and whatever. And like, it's sick, but I had to find some like 
I didn't. I haven't made stuff up in my head. You but, need negativity. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Well, some people don't, and some people yeah. do. It's just depending how your upbringing, well, how you're naturally hardwired. And for me, like, I need to feel like, oh, these people are sleeping on me. I yeah. need to feel like, <laughs> oh, I'm not good enough. I need to feel I like, like that too. Whatever. And once they do that, like, I'm not saying I'm the best man in the world, but I'm. Un- I feel personally unstoppable. There's nothing in this world you can say, do whatever to get yeah. me off track. And uh, I think that's good. I mean, I've talked about on the podcast, I think a few months ago, we talked about that a little bit. And I was saying how I feel like I am so much more fueled by negativity than positivity to where Mm -hmm. it's like I have to invent people on Instagram talking shit or the rare instance I get a negative comment or I hear, you know, gossip or I see a post or whatever. It's like that fires me the fuck up. Like, remember when I got that, like, email from that VCU chick and I was an ableist and, and... you know, fat shaming, blah blah blah, and both of us are fucking fired oh, up the next up. day. I was ripping, he- he- ripping heavy, heavy deadlifts. Felt yeah. fucking good. I was like, yeah, I almost like it's kind of like LeBron. I think you'll relate to that. Do you keep up with basketball, right? Well, a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no. But well, you, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I know uh, who LeBron James well, of course is. Yes. You know LeBron. But I mean, like when LeBron <laughs> went to Miami, he was like, yeah, I'm the villain, and he almost like embraced that villain mindset and was like i'm just gonna stick it to you that much more you know i'm stomping on throats shoving it in your face i feel like i and i feel like you do too miles feed off that versus you know oh i'm glad everyone's like supporting people tell me good job man it makes me soft i ain't gonna lie like i like it feels good but then it's like oh wait it's short-lived for sure yeah, it like, doesn't, like, give you the fuel, the gas. I did 55 minutes last night on cardio because everyone was gassing me at the gym the earlier saying how good I looked. And, and like, I I was like, you know what? Wow. Like, nah, I, I don't look good. I can't. And, like, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, today I'm going to do extra five minutes. Like, it doesn't really matter. No. But at the end of the day, it's like I have to have in my head that, like, man, like, I'm not good enough and I have something to prove. And whoever it may be, too, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like most people look at that and they'll call it, like, an insecurity. It or is. It, no, it is. It I, is. I don't view it as that because I feel like if you take it to the point where you – because you you mentioned the phrase, like, hate yourself. I don't actually, like, hate myself. I do have a sense of love. I can look at what I've accomplished and be proud of it from a wide standpoint – but it's almost like I can't mentally allow myself to be proud because then I'll slack off. So it's like there's enough self-awareness to know I don't actually hate myself. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not upset with my body image. I like how I look, but I want to be better. You know what I mean? So like there's a, there's a line between – like people talk about like bodybuilding and body dysmorphia. It's like there is there are some people that truly will never accept the way they look. That's body dysmorphia. But – Wanting to improve your body because you can look better for that show or wanting to just, you know, you love the art of bodybuilding. You want to get bigger. It's not because you, like, hate yourself, but it's because you know you can be that much better. You want to be that much better. So in my mind, fair enough. I (laughs) I want to hear your, like, take on it. But in my mind, I feel like an insecurity is, like, something that pulls you down rather than propels you forward. I mean, it depends what you do with it, you know, take a negative turn to a positive. Like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like, I may not disagree with you, but, I, like, I do because of the fact it's like, at least in my head, it's like, why do you want to get bigger for the show? Like, I think so many things are so deep-rooted that our subconscious can't even capture it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, like, since 
like let's say me and you were raised to feel like we're not good enough like that's like embedded in us you know what i mean that's embedded in us to feel that way because what's the point of getting bigger for a bodybuilding yeah. show you doing it for yourself no well, that's not i guess true. it's like the phrase like are you working so you can win or are you working because you're afraid to lose you know I feel like it's that phrase. Like, are you scared to lose or are you, are you trying to win? If you're afraid to lose, first of all, what are you afraid to lose? Why? And who, ca- who cares? Well, who because cares? you don't want, like, the negative experience to go backwards in life. Insecurity. Yeah. And I guess, let me clarify, and this might help clarify a little bit of the whole spiel, mm-hmm. is when I said earlier from that movie quote, hate yourself enough to do something about it, it's more so me thinking back on, like, Austin, you want to – you want to be leaner or you want bigger legs or you want to be able to, you know, I want better for your life. I want better. I want to be in a better house. I want to be, I want to have a better car. I want to have more income, but why aren't you doing the shit that's going to get you there? Why are you slacking off today on the training or why are you skipping that five minutes extra Mm -hmm. cardio? Why? But you want all this stuff, but you aren't doing it. I hate that, that bitch Austin that skips that stuff because he doesn't want it, obviously. So, God, sorry, sorry. Why aren't you doing the stuff that's actually going to get you what you want? If yeah. you want that better looking physique, car, house, yeah, whatever. And but you're going to sleep on yourself though. Like that's that's when I, I guess that maybe insecurity thing comes about. But it's more so me like hating that. And maybe it's because person because you're you're letting yourself down. Yeah. Maybe it's because the word insecurity has a stigma, so yeah. I almost attach it with with weakness or just negative outcomes. Yeah. Versus. And insecurity can have some positive, like, you know, reaction if you, you know, turn it that way, maybe. Yeah. I, uh, y'all ever think, like, uh, so for example, uh, today, literally getting off the, uh, exit over here, Sam was like, dang. She was like, imagine how crazy you would have looked if you would have, like, ate, like, all your meals because I slacked off or whatever, or, you know, been on the stuff then. Like, and I was like, no, stop. I was like, because, like, what I'm getting at is, um, I believe in, like, instead of saying, man, I messed up, or man, I hate myself, whatever, what if it's like, I can do this right now, you know what I'm saying, I can do better right now, I think you have to kind of realize what you're messing up at at some point, but, like, I think we also all know where we're messing up at, like, and, like, for me, like I said, my spirituality stuff, I'm like, I can't worry about what I could have done, what I should have done, what I need to do, why I suck, or whatever, but it's like, what can I do right now that is better, you know what I mean, like, you're right. Yeah, like that's definitely a positive transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not like a bad negative insecurity thing or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like it's bad when you don't correct it. Yeah. And you just keep just being oblivious or delusional, thinking like, oh, I don't know why this isn't happening because I'm skipping meals or whatever the fuck. You know, at least you know that, like, hey, today I got a clean slate. Let me fucking do what's right or yeah. let me do what I'm supposed to do today so I can, you know, because you can't focus on yesterday's fucking yeah. loss or, or win. Really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go viral. Yeah, let's go. Well, guys, that might be it, man, because we're burning up. We've been on this motherfucker for an hour and 20. All value, though. Yeah. All value. Hope you all enjoyed this one. Hopefully you did. Thanks, Miles, for coming out yeah, for real. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I, I literally I listen to y'all's podcast every single week. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I like it. And, uh, appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'm appreciate excited for gym flow. I'm excited for yeah, everything. I'm, I'm glad you're part of the team. I'm to more the excited to see. Yeah. To the moon, man. <laughs> I'm right past it. Yeah, right yeah. past it. Going to Mars, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll beat Elon there. All right, guys. Make sure you follow us all in the description below. Uh, make sure you follow Miles. Obviously, catch up with him as he continues to prep for the Summer Shredding Show and uh, give him some support. Check out his pod. Yeah, check out his podcast. It's whatever. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's whatever, it's whatever. Uh, I'm just messing. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be on that soon. Yeah, yeah, man. for sure. Um, until next time, guys, subscribe. We'll see you all 
next week. Ideally. We're out.